Hello and welcome to the Chiropractic Compass podcast, providing a navigational beacon for the present and the future of chiropractic. This podcast is brought to you by the legendary chiropractor online community built for and with the prospective chiropractic student, current chiropractic student, and even doctor out in the field in mind. I'm your host, Johnny Reuter, and today we're talking about essential oils and the vital role they should play in your life, as well as chiropractic care and lifestyle and mindset coaching to become your best self, all here on the Chiropractic Compass podcast with Katie and Dr. Rob Truex. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Chiropractic Compass podcast and Facebook Lives. I am your host, Johnny Ruder, and we are on tonight, this evening, with these two beautiful souls, Dr. Rob and Katie. Welcome to the Chiropractic Compass podcast, and... um we are trying and attempting to provide a navigational beacon for the future and the present of chiropractic. And thank you guys so much for being on. You are health and wellness nuts. And I absolutely love that about you guys. We met through Instagram and I'm super excited to dive into tonight's session. So if you want to do a brief introduction about yourselves, where you come from, how you got into um, health and wellness, chiropractic, whatever brought you into the profession, I would love to hear it. And I'm sure the audience would as well. Well, right. you're, you're much, much older than me, so I'll let you start, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I am older. Um, so, yeah. Well, I've been practicing chiropractic for 23, 23 years now. So, although I don't look it, I know. But um, <laughs> I was going to say that. It's all the frankincense, and I That's keep it. him young. That's right. She keeps it, you know, when you're married to a younger woman, you know. But um, got to stay on point. Yeah, so 23 years, and um, so I'm from New York State originally, and went to chiropractic school in Georgia, in Marietta, Georgia, hey. went to White City, yeah, and then, um, yeah, now we live in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, so, um, and basically how I got into, well, chiropractic specifically, um, so when I when I graduated high school, I actually, you know, went a different route and went into, like, uh, electrical instrumentation, and got a job at IBM, and and when I was working there, I, didn't, I wasn't really satisfied with that, but I enjoyed, like, helping people. I enjoyed, you know, that aspect of it. I was kind of like a support team for manufacturing department there, and so I was like, well, let me start looking at healthcare professions. So I looked at a number of different professions from respiratory therapy to occupational therapy to physical therapy, et cetera, and, um, and you know, make this long story short, just kind of stumbled upon chiropractic during that that search and um, really fell in love with the philosophy of chiropractic mm, is what mm-hmm. really sold me. And the chiropractor that I was seeing at the time went to life, you know, and he was like, well, if you're going to go to chiropractic school, you got to go to life. So <laughs> I said, okay. And um, the rest is history, as they say. Yeah. So, Absolutely. yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, we met in Georgia. Okay. Um, I was temporarily misplaced there. <laughs> <laughs> In order to meet him, um, I, you know, yeah, grew up in North Carolina, long and winding road that led me um, going back to school. I, I did three years for interior design and was an art school dropout. And because I fell in love with psychology and helping people um, around the time when September 11th happened. And so I worked with a life coach myself to get over my own mental hangups about, you know, a good girl, straight A student, not dropping out of college. <laughs> right. And so I was able to drop out of college, moved to um, Atlanta, which is where Rob and I met, went back to school for um, getting my bachelor's degree in psychology and then subsequently my master's degree in professional counseling. Um, and we started dating 2012. We worked obviously apart. I was in the nonprofit sector for some time at the beginning of my career. While he had a small private practice, he had bought and sold several practices, um, worked in group practice settings. And what we would come together at the end of the day to talk about was both how wonderful it was that we were able to provide that healing that we were each able to provide to the people that came into our offices, 
but also how we were aware that there was a limitation there Mm -hmm. where, you know, for him, he saw people not holding adjustments because of underlying hormone imbalances or relationship issues or life stressors, um, organ or gland dysfunction. And for me, I saw people coming into my office where if they displayed symptoms of depression or anxiety, I sometimes wondered, is that situational? Is that, you know, how most people think about it, just a neurotransmitter or a chemical imbalance? Or or is this originating in the thyroid? Is this because this person's nervous system is, you know, being impinged upon? Um, or is this a, a high level of toxicity in the, in the body that's leading to increased irritability or emotionality, right? So Absolutely. we felt like what we were able to provide was only a piece of, the entire puzzle of, of what is wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we kind of set an intention to begin to try to rectify that on a small scale, opened our first integrative wellness center in 2011 in Atlanta. Awesome. Awesome. Well, glad you guys are here. Glad you're on the show. Um, and it sounds like you guys have the background and the expertise in health and wellness. I'll say that. I mean, you're an all encompassing group, which is amazing. I love that. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, not, I wouldn't say shame, but there's a lot of different philosophies, as you might know, in chiropractic. And Absolutely. when it comes to different philosophies, you know, you get called names and a mixer or, you know, a straight chiropractor, whatever you want to put, whatever title you want to put on it. Um, but for me personally, looking at all of these different aspects of life or having people in your corner of the world that do look at all of these different aspects of your life is vital, is critical to your health and well-being as a, as a human being in society, especially as toxic as society can be at times and is currently, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I really think, um, to be honest with you, that's a disservice to our profession. You know, the, it, the infighting, like, you know, you're straight, you're, you know, you're a dirty mixer or whatever. And, um, you know, and just to be quite honest with you, when I graduated chiropractic school, I was that, you know, I was like that, you know, I, I felt like chiropractic was the all, be, you know, that was the end all, yeah. that was, you know, as, you know, I think it was BJ Palmer said, you know, free the jails and, you know, whatever. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I was like so strong in a philosophy, right, especially going to life, you know, that they, you know, the the chiropractic philosophy is drilled into you, which is great, you know, but it's not the only thing. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't long into practice that I realized, like, there's more than just the adjustment. You know, people need more. And as doctors, right, um, I, I believe it's our obligation, especially as, mm-hmm. as chiropractors specifically, right, because we have the most knowledge of like natural healthcare, you know, we don't prescribe any medication. So mm-hmm. like it's in our wheelhouse more so than a, a medical doctor, you know? So anything that we can bring to the table, that's natural, whether that's talking to them about nutrition or supplementation or essential oils or proper mental health, right. Um, or exercise or whatever it is, you know, I, I, I feel like that's what we should be doing. You know, it's really a disservice to not include those things um, it doesn't devalue chiropractic. I get that comment a lot too. Mm-hmm. You, know, as, um, you know, we talk to other chiropractors about incorporating, you know, other things into their practice and they're like, well, I'm not interested in that right now. I just want to focus on chiropractic. I feel like that would devalue it. And, and it's, it doesn't devalue it at, a, at all. It only enhances what we do. It brings, you know, to me, I feel like it brings you more credibility and respect because you know, you're bringing more to the table. Mm-hmm. You know, people want kind of a one-stop shop. They don't want to have to come to you to get your adjustment. Then they got to go somewhere else to get their supplement and somewhere else to get this and somewhere else to get that. When, when honestly, we have the knowledge to provide everything for them. Absolutely. Um, and really take their, their health and wellness to the next level, not only for them, but for their entire family. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more with that. And, um, I mean, yeah, you get the you get the philosophy here at Life. You get the philosophy at Sherman, Life West, wherever you go. Um, right. But 
I mean, like you said, you gotta, it, why not make it a one-stop shop? Why, why, what's stopping you from doing that other than the fact that other people might judge? Um, so let's get into it. Now, now that I'm off that tangent, let's get into it. I want to talk a little bit about um, essential oils. Essential oils seem to be very big with you guys. You guys just had the uh, buy one, get one week last week, which was crazy. I, I was seeing posts all over the place, especially in the chiropractic world. So tell us a little bit about essential oils. Why is it critical for people and families, uh, even the layperson that doesn't know much, to have essential oils in their home? Yeah, I'll, I'll let you take that. <laughs> right. um, I've been talking enough. Well, you know, full disclosure. So essential oils is the newest arm of our health and wellness practice and our personal health and wellness routine regimen, if you will. Um, Rob took a continuing education course by a very well-known chiropractor um, three years ago now. Yeah. Like and that. this course, you know, after 23 years of clinical practice, you're kind of looking for something interesting, something new, different for continuing ed, you know. And so he saw this course and, and kind of thought, well, let me see what that's about and finished up the course and took an, a second course because he was so intrigued about just how to use essential oils in clinical practice. Now, prior to that time, I had like a patchouli and a lavender that I bought from Whole Foods and he was like, you stink. Like, do not wear that around me, you know? And um, so I kind of hit him and like wore him when I knew I wouldn't see him, right? And and all I knew of it was like, it was like a hippie perfume, you know? And um, that was the only thing I knew about essential oils at the time. So when he took this course about how to use them in clinical practice and then came to me to say, babe, I think we should incorporate this. And now... A little bit of um, backstory, our practice in Atlanta included psychotherapists, acupuncturists, um, holistic health coaches, chiropractic, um, functional wellness. We had, did I say acupuncture? We had yeah. sound healers. Um, we had life coaches. So we were really open-minded mm -hmm. about, you know, massage therapy, you know, what yoga, you know, all the different types of treatment modalities, you know, in one place. And, you know, moving to the beach here in this little tiny town where we live, we thought, well, how can we replicate that on a small scale? So when we learned how amazing these essential oils were from somebody who's so reputable, we thought, well, how could we turn a blind eye to mm -hmm. that, right? And now, don't get me wrong, we don't do everything in this practice we, Rob's not an acupuncturist. We don't do much with Chinese herbs. You know, we don't have massage therapy. So I'm not saying that what we bring is exhaustive by any means, but we just try to stay in our flow with what feels right to us. Yeah. So as the Chiropractic Compass podcast just begins, we are not doing any advertisements. Instead, we are doing what I like to call shameless plugs. While you're doing your everyday online shopping, be sure to check out thelegendarychiropractor.com forward slash shop for all of your chiropractic apparel, including our classic logo tee and our amazing, intricately designed chiropractic legends tee with five chiropractic legends on it, including Dee Dee Palmer, BJ Palmer, Fred Barge, James Sigafoos, and Reggie Gold. Thank you for allowing this brief disruption to take place. And now back to the program. Um, and so what we learned in time is that essential oils are plant-based medicine. And the essential oil is the plant's lifeblood, if you will. It's the plant's immune system. Mm -hmm. And so if you think about the diversity of vegetation that we have across the globe, everything from culinary herbs to big, huge, 800-year-old trees to beautiful, fragranced flowers, you know, and everything in between, and all the diversity of climates that these plants thrive in. And then in each of those climates, the viruses, bacteria, fungus, and parasites that they're exposed to just from the air, from the soil, from the water, from animal life walking by and brushing into them and delivering things, the plant has to be able to fight that off. Mm -hmm. And so 
if you can find a very high quality essential oil, what you're finding is that extract that's the plant's ability to fight off all those things, not to mention other things like rot, you know, being able to live and thrive for 800 years. And, and, <laughs> nice. uh, but, you know, all the plant's abilities, and you can distill that down, dilute it, dilute it, dilute it, dilute it. And the cool thing is that they're made, those compounds are made from the exact same organic compounds that our bodies are made from. Mm. So you'll hear some people say, well, gosh, the earth was created with humans and with plants. And maybe we were given everything that we need right there. Mm -hmm. And so this plant-based medicine, now not all oils are created the same. I'm not saying that. And I'm absolutely actually advocating that you do not go to um, either of my two favorite places, which are actually Target and Home Goods. Like, <laughs> it's out there, right? Don't buy from there, right? Buy essential oils from you know, a well-reputed essential oil company that distills down for purity and potency does rigorous, rigorous testing and publishes the test results publicly. It's constantly doing peer-reviewed research and publishing those on reputable sites like PubMed, NIH, etc. for the true efficacy, scientific efficacy of this these essential oils because if you get this type of quality, it truly is medicine. Mm, mm -hmm. um, so going back to the very nature of your question, we believe that there is a time and a place for people to come into a doctor's office. And there's also a lot that an empowered user can address on their own with their essential oil and supplement toolbox. Things like minor owies, itchies, skin irritations, minor digestive issues, you know, um, body temperatures that may be a little bit more elevated than normal, um, mild emotional distress, um, mild sleep disturbances, right? So um, a child or adult that's, that's fighting off a, a crud of some sort, mm -hmm. right? A lot that can be done in the home naturally to prevent having to take in, at the very worst, toxic, you know, remedies, synthetic remedies into the body, drug remedies. Right now there is a time and a place, please, for everything. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, perhaps not as much as our culture has gotten used to consuming those things. Yeah. And even, at the very best, coming in, having to come in to a holistic doctor, right? So... Let's imagine that somebody did become under the weather with some sort of crud, right? The old way of being would be we would advise them to come in immediately and get adjusted, right? Now what we would advise is for them to get adjusted and to be using their essential oil regimen and possibly some immune support supplements as well. We would advise some dietary limitations and making sure they're drinking enough water and getting enough sleep. And we believe very strongly that the body is capable of healing, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that the of the chiropractic philosophy. Yep. Um, you know, and power that made body heals. <laughs> that's and right. So we use all those tools. So that's. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like she said, it, it doesn't. I want to just because I know there's going to be a lot of chiropractors or chiropractic students watching this. Don't don't misunderstand. This doesn't replace the adjustment, right? No, no, no. Right. It, the adjustment is separate and distinct. Nothing can replace a chiropractic adjustment. So, for for any of those conditions, you know, we're always advocates of like get adjusted, right? And mm -hmm. now when you go home after the adjustment until the next time I see you, there's all these things that you can be doing at home, yes. right? So it empowers them mm -hmm. that there's something they can do. There, It's not just passive on their part. They have to come in, they get an adjustment, then they go home and do nothing and wait till they see us again. You know, they, they can go home and they can you know, like Katie said, they can either do their supplements or essential oil protocol or what have you. So, um, you know, and and I I believe, and I think you would agree that people really enjoy that. They like having oh, yeah. the ability to, to have some control and ha over their health and well being. You know, um, so it, it's very powerful. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think 
you guys did an amazing job. I mean, I I take notes while you guys talk, while all of my while all of my interviewees talk. I I take notes because I think it's important, right? And and there are things that I I don't know. I'm still a tenth quarter student at life, and I'm graduating in a year. But you mentioned that essential oils are great to give somebody on their you know at home. It's an at home activity with all of the things that you guys do in your health and wellness practice. Um, when it comes to counseling, therapy, anything like that, how do you continue to, um, other than encouragement, how do you continue to know or to tell people to do things at home and how do you know that they're actually doing what you're telling them? Hmm. That's a really good question. <laughs> Cause it's hard to, it's really hard to get people to do like even a simple core exercise if they got low back pain or something crazy like that, let alone do essential oils, do different therapies and things of their, that they can do on their own at home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exercise is totally different. You know? <laughs> uh, you know, not many people will do exercise, you know, or do, well, I want you to do these stretches or something like that. You know, they won't, but for the most part, people are pretty compliant with either taking supplements or, or following like an essential oil protocol or something for whatever reason. I think it's because, you know, they're used to somebody telling them, like prescribing something like, here, here's a prescription. This is what, how many you need to take and when you take it and they do it, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of their mindset. So not that it's, you know, a prescription, but it's, it's kind of similar in the sense that we're, we're recommending yeah. or prescribing, right? but something natural and like, Hey, we want you to take two of these a day, or we want you to, you know, take two drops of this essential oil, you know, every day or what, what have you, or diffuse, you know, these three oils, you know, whatever it is. And, and they're pretty compliant with it. And we, you know, right. I, I have found, I would definitely say I've experienced an increased compliance and I do more of our, our um, customer management with our oil, kind of our oil division, if you will. So, <laughs> So we have this center in Grayton Beach, Florida, and um, we also have a huge population of oil users really all over the globe. Um, and so obviously those people are not coming into this office to mm -hmm. get their protocols. We're interfacing with them a lot of the times through social media. And we try – one of the things that we do to increase that sense of community and um, kind of continuity there, if you will, is – a Facebook group and we have a, a closed group that all of our users as well as anybody who's curious or questioning whether they want to become a user can go in and um, you know as long as they are not kind of already being nurtured by another wellness advocate because we would not want to step on that person's toes mm -hmm. but they're welcome in our group and so it's really a community of education inspiration ideas we're constantly posting um, recipes for the things that we're hearing feedback people want to know about most. So sleep, um, weight, um, anxious feelings, um, always itchies, skin, right? People always want to know how do I help my skin? Um, immune support. Immune support, right? So we give recipes. We also kind of stay in communication about safety, best practices for using the oils. Now, I will say, I think that we have even further increased compliance, if you will, for people who see us in our office. Um, Rob and I provide a service that we call integrated wellness sessions. And what that is, it's a, an hour and a half session where they get both of us mm. in the room at the same time and they play, pay a flat rate to get whatever that either of us bring to the table that we all agree to be in that person's best interest in this moment of time, given your presenting concerns as you're reporting them to us. So we're listening to what they're telling us and looking at it from like a holistic health perspective. We're, I'm looking at it from like a situational circumstantial, you know, history, trauma history, you know, relationship perspective and, um, you know, we're making recommendations, and those recommendations often include um, adjustments, holistic – we do a holistic exam with folks, and we assess their entire body system. Rob does. I take notes while he does this. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, assess the functionality of all the organ systems and glands in the body, and then we create customized supplement and oil protocols for them. 
Um, they have Rob leaves the room and they have time to have therapy with me. And um, then we do this on a weekly or biweekly basis. And so they know that when we make recommendations, we understand them as a whole person Mm -hmm. and a whole system. And it's truly in their highest good based on all the tools we have in our tool belt that we're pulling out very specific ones for their situation. And then they know that there's going to be some accountability because they're going to come back into the office and we're going to say, so tell me how your anxious feelings are doing, Mm -hmm. how your digestion is, how sleep, Mm -hmm. right? How many panic attacks have you had this week? Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that's why, you know, it's not just like you said, essential oils is the the cherry on top of the cake, it sounds like for your wellness practice, which is awesome, because you guys do so many different things. Um, And with that being said, I want to dive into our next topic of what what you guys on your site call hormone and neurotransmitter testing and analysis. Now, this is intriguing to me because I think that hormones contribute more than we accredit them with and uh, to, to distress, to health and well-being, to an all-around overall healthy lifestyle. And a lot of people don't know about hormones or if they do, it's like the, the basic, you know, major media, you know, your hormones are the problem, but no one knows like specifics or how to get it tested or where to go to get it tested. So can you talk a little bit about that? Can I talk general and you go specific? Sure. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, I'll talk general because this is not my wheelhouse. And so I can kind of bridge that gap between what I know about what he does and also what I think is like that lay perception, right? So I know most of the people that I interface with when they think of hormones, they think of women and their menstrual cycle or fertility. That is it. Yeah. And so a big part of what we do is education around that both men and women have hormones, that we have many more hormones besides just estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. And that hormones are the equivalent, you know, from like the brainstem down to neurotransmitters from the brainstem up in that they are messengers they are the ways that messages get delivered from one part of the body to another part of the body in order to control every single body function. Mm-hmm. Everything. And so when our hormones are out of whack, we're putting every single body functioning at risk, right? So hunger, satiety, sleep, wake, sex drive, digestion, mood um what else i mean pretty much (laughs) (laughs) right yeah out of whack we run the risk of throwing anything out of whack so it's so far beyond what i think most people just think about as far as like menstruation or fertility Mm -hmm. yeah and and so and to tie it back to chiropractic right so you know chiropractic we learn about a somatic visceral reflex but then there's also a visceral somatic reflex. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes the, the true cause of the subluxation can be that dysfunctional gland rather than, you know, the other way around. Yeah. So, yes, we can adjust someone and it can make a difference in a in the way a gland or system functions. Right. Um, but we can also support that particular gland with a, a particular supplement or essential oil or what have you that will then, you know, alleviate the subluxation. Right. So, you know, from a communication standpoint, like Katie said, the body communicates two ways. One, obviously, is through nerve impulses, and then the other is through hormones. So th- those are the two communication systems of the body. So um, you're right in that many people have hormone imbalances but really don't know what to do about it. Many times they feel like, Something is off, but they go and get some blood work done. Oh, well, everything was normal. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't feel normal, you know. And that's simply because, you know, a lot of times with medical testing, um, there's such a huge range, you know, for for hormones. And there's so you can be as long as you fall within that normal range, they, you know, it's like, oh, you're fine. Everything's within the normal range. But the difference between normal and optimal So what I always like to do is look at that 
that that lab work and say, yeah, you are within the normal range, but this is what the optimal range for that yeah. particular hormone should be, and you're outside of that range, you know, yeah. and explain to them the, the difference and what effect that can be having. Um, so, you know, from a, you know, functional wellness standpoint, that's, we're really looking for that, that underlying cause of whatever they have going on. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. And, and, yeah. And from the neurotransmitter standpoint, you know, there's a, you know, there's lots of different neurotransmitters, you know, and some are excitatory and some are inhibitory. So a lot of times we can have imbalances with those neurotransmitters that, um, through neurotransmitter testing, we can identify which particular neurotransmitters are out of balance and then we can put them on a custom program that can rebalance those neurotransmitters. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so go ahead, Katie, were you going to say something? I just wanted to add something from my perspective. Yeah. So, so, you know, I like to join in this, whether it's, you know, providing this sort of education in the online forums that we have, or if we're in session together by, by bringing in an, an element of understanding. Um, because I personally believe as a psychotherapist that if we can't, that knowledge is power, right? If we, if we don't, you know, it, it, this wraps everything together. If we don't understand why or how it is that mm -hmm. we're feeling what we're feeling, right? Yeah. Let's say, for example, so I know my body pretty well by now. I've been with this guy for a long time. I've been on my personal wellness journey for a long time, right? I woke up this morning, and I went to my exercise class, and I felt a little tightness in my chest. Well, if I didn't understand my body, and I didn't understand that I'd just been through a really stressful week and a half with work, and that I have scoliosis in my thoracic spine, and that when I get stressed, that scoliosis acts up, mm -hmm. and it creates a sense of tightness in my chest, and sometimes a shortness in breath, which then results in a mild fight or flight response because my brain's not getting enough oxygen and that it's a positive feedback loop for me. And the only way for me to shift out of that is both a combination of behavioral strategies to bring my body into parasympathetic mode and also getting an adjustment. Yeah. Somebody else might have been worried about their heart. Right, right. <laughs> Or have said, gosh, like, what's wrong with my lungs, mm -hmm. right? Or maybe I pulled a muscle. No, right? So I believe so strongly that whatever your story is, you need to know how you got to where you are. And, yeah. and create a sense of, like, well, of course you're feeling what you're feeling. Because X, then Y, then Z. Mm -hmm. And now here we are. Can't yeah. you see? And then people are like, oh, yes, <laughs> thank you. I'm not going crazy. Yeah, you know? exactly. And, and, you know, and, you know, we always, you know, say chiropractic first, right, in, in chiropractic school. Um, and really, like, if you seek out a natural approach first, like, so many things can be resolved, you know, whereas, like, and when people know their body are more holistic-minded, they can do that. When they're not, like Katie said, that same person, if they're not, you know, educated or, or, or in a holistic mindset, would go to the medical doctor, complain of, I'm having some tightness or shortness of breath, and then here you go. You're going down the, the, the road there. Yep. You know, well, we're going to have to run some tests. You know, next thing you know, you're about a grand into this medical testing, and then, you know, well, nothing showed up with your heart, this and that. You are probably having a panic attack or some anxiety. So here, it's a prescription yep. for, Xanax. for Xanax or something, right? Okay, but we have to say for liability purposes that there is a time and a place to go to a cardiologist and to get an EKG. Yeah. <laughs> there, yes. But our point is that knowledge is power. And so that's yeah. a big part of how we work is we yeah. try to teach people. Right? Absolutely. We want to educate them to tune into their body and, and know what's, you know, what's kind of normal for them and not. And, and if, they're experiencing something. They can always reach out to us. I mean, that's one of the things that we're big 
Patreon is like support and like like we like everybody has our cell phones. It's yeah. not like you know you have to go through the 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 chain of command to get to us. You right. know, like the clients, our patients, our customers, everybody can call us directly, text us, message us on Facebook. I mean, like we are like very accessible because I just believe that's the way it should be. Yeah. You know, but but. You know, and nobody abuses it. You know, like I have some colleagues that are chiropractors like, oh, my goodness, I would never give my cell phone out. I would never. I'm like, I never have an issue. Yeah. I never have an issue with like people abusing that. And in fact, they like, you know, they'll schedule appointments by texting me, you know, and that's great. I love that. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, man, you guys are so knowledgeable. Um, (laughs) You. You know a lot and you're really in tune. And I think being in tune, just to summarize kind of what you guys are saying, like being in tune with your body is exceptionally important. Um, not only when it comes to your own health and well-being, but also when it comes to communicating and educating other people. No matter if you're a, if you're a counselor or a therapist or if you're a chiropractor, you if you're in tune with your body, if you understand how your anatomy and physiology work, you're better off and set to help other people down the road. And that's what makes you a doctor, an educator, a teacher, right? And I think that's exactly what you guys were kind of saying. And I think I I absolutely love it. I know I love it. Um, Moving on to the next topic um, is going to be, I want to talk about a little bit about healthy eating and then diet. So how, how do people with essential oils, with uh, neurotransmitter and hormone testing, how do people support that with nutrition? Because nutrition is a huge deal. You know, you got GMOs, you got um, all of these different things going on in the world. How do you how do you keep control of all of that? And especially if you're a lay person in just in general society. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I, I think that you know, if you were to to take a you know a scale of like zero to one hundred, zero being someone who knows nothing. And 100 being somebody who knows everything and whose diet is as clean as as if they were living off the land 2,000 years ago, right? I would say that Rob and I are probably somewhere around that 80% mark. Um, and, you know, we do have pretty strong beliefs about what to eat and what not to eat, um, even ways to really – enjoy your food, um, and still have a clean diet. Um, but that doesn't mean that I guess for us, you know, again, looking at a person as a whole person, mm-hmm. you're hearing more and more. Well, well, that's not, that's not clean either. Well, that, that's, that could cause cancer too. Yeah. Or, you know, and it's like, well, she's at some point, what is the greatest good, mm-hmm. right? At some point, I think for us, and this is a very, very personal decision for every family to, to decide or every human to decide, where do you say enough for me, mm-hmm. right? And so, for example, we try to eat as much organic as we possibly can find. Where this becomes an 80% is where you'll find people that say, well, hey, organic isn't necessarily 100% pure either. Right, right, yeah. Right. Or, you know, we go to restaurants on date nights, and it's not always farm-to-table. Right, right. right. Um, so we find that as a, as a balance. But as a general rule, I'd say that we advocate minimizing or eliminating processed foods, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the big things I always talk about are... Always gluten, the same. Right. Gluten, soy, sugar, dairy. Okay. You know, you know those are your most inflammatory foods. Mm-hmm. And if you want to eat one notch, right. we would say grains. Yeah. Sugar, soy, and dairy. Mm-hmm. So... And then grass-fed ground beef, or grass-fed beef, rather, organic chicken, yeah. wild-caught fish. Yeah, so healthy fats. So foods like avocados, you know, nuts and seeds, nut butters, things like that. So good, good source of healthy fats, lean protein, like Katie just said, your grass fed beef, your wild caught fish, free range organic chicken. And then 
uh, lower sugar fruits, and then vegetables, you know, and I'm yeah. a huge fan of your cruciferous vegetables, so broccoli, cauliflower, kale, bok choy, you know, those, those types of foods, um, you know, so really if you kind of eat those foods, you know, healthy fats, lean protein, lower sugar fruits and vegetables, and avoid, you know, gluten, soy, sugar, and dairy, um, you're off to a good start, start yeah. you know, I mean, that, that that's really kind of the basis for healing. That's really where I kind of start with people. Now, if they have a specific sensitivity to, you know, something that shows up on their exam or something, then obviously we'll, we'll add that, well, your, you know, eggs aren't really testing well for you, so we're going to eliminate those too or something. But for the most part, if you avoid those food groups and then incorporate the ones that we just talked, you know, just spoke about, you know, you're building a, a nice foundation from a nutritional standpoint um, for healing. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be, you know, boring or anything like that. You know, you, you know, a lot of people think it's boring to be eat healthy, you know, <laughs> I mean, there's just, yeah. especially with that, with Pinterest nowadays, I mean, there's so many recipes, yeah. you know, um, get really fun. Yeah. You can get really creative if you want to, and you have the time and whatnot. Yeah. And, um, so yeah. And, yeah. and then as far as the role of supplementation, right. And essential oils with that, you know, again, bringing it back to knowledge. So we heard, um, a holistic doctor, um, she's actually a holistic midwife and, um, chiropractor. Is it that gal there? Was that no, the one who uh, gave the speech? No, no, okay. no one from Canada. I can't remember. She's from Canada. Amazing. She's also a leader with doTERRA and she stood up at our leadership convention a year ago and she talked about supplementation and she said, really, the truth is that if you go into whole foods market and you bury your face in the organic produce section and you stay there all day long, you cannot possibly consume the amount of micronutrients, vitamins, and minerals that every cell in your body needs to be able to be fed at its optimal level and to get all the fuel that it needs to function at its optimal hmm. level. And so we have to supplement what it is that we are consuming through our diets. And yeah. when Rob and I use the word diet, my guess is that this was your intent too, and maybe just to differentiate you know, we don't use that word to reference any restriction of food. Right. We use the term to reference what foods are in the range of what we consume. Just Absolutely. as like we were on like a Disney safari through <laughs> Animal Kingdom, they're going to say, well, the hippopotamus lives on a diet of X, Y, and Z, right? Yes. No, like keto, slim, wa slim wait, what's it called? Weight Watchers. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but just like we have a diet that we follow, they have a diet that they follow. It's just a way of being. Absolutely. And, you know, so so to bridge the gap between what's consumed and what we need, we have supplements. And we are always a big fan of whole food supplements. Um, do you want to explain what that means, a whole food supplement? Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a huge difference between a whole food supplement and a synthetic supplement, yeah. which Majority of your supplements on the market are going to be synthetic, meaning they're just simply create, create <clears throat> excuse me, created in a lab. Whereas a whole food supplement is just that. It, it's food. You know, it comes from food. It's just food in a concentrated form. You know, um, so if you look at the ingredients, you're going to actually see food listed there and not just a bunch of vitamins or minerals, you right. know. So that's, um, you know, that's always the key there. Just check the ingredients. If you don't see any food listed, you know, move on. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so obviously, and the, from a biochemistry standpoint, right, a synthetic vitamin or mineral doesn't work the same way as, as something that's found in nature. Um, it, you know, so it can actually create nutritional deficiencies if you're having a synthetic vitamin versus a whole food vitamin because your, your body's trying to make that a, a whole complex. You know, vitamins are never found isolated in nature. They're always found as a complex. So um, your body, that's the way your body utilizes them. And they're also never found in, in high doses, right? So anything that says high potency or, you know, mega dose or something, you want to stay away from that 
because you know it's just too much for the body to handle. Yeah. Um, it's just that's not the way they're found in nature, and that's not the way your body can utilize them. Yeah. So, um, making sure you're on a good whole food based supplement, you know, um, you know, oftentimes there's some other supplements that that we feel are are pretty critical, like a good omega, mm-hmm. you know, supplement. Um, also a good probiotic, a prebiotic and a probiotic combined is ideal, you know, whereas you're getting that prebiotic, which is the food for the probiotic, which is the beneficial bacteria. So those are kind of like your foundational products that we will typically recommend. And then we can get more specific, you know, again, if we're, you know, addressing someone with specific hormone imbalances, like adrenal fatigue or, you know, if they have a thyroid issue, you know, Hashimoto's or something, then we might put them on some specific clinical supplements to target that, you know, those specific glands, you know, thyroid or adrenal or, 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 or both or something like that or, or endocrine system as a whole. Yeah. Um, you know, so it just depends on what's, what someone has going on. You know, we have our foundation and then we get more targeted, um, from there. Yeah, absolutely. Would you say that with synthetic, uh, supplements, you just have expensive urine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty brutal. I mean, but you know, I grew up taking supplements. Um, I grew up on vitamin D, magnesium, um, cinnamon, even like all this stuff right. that we considered a supplement, which I do still consider a supplement, but now I know where to go for those resources. Um, what brands are good, what brands are necessary to, uh, to improve my health. And I know my body's going to use it because it's not, you know, this giant horse pill of, quote, fish oil. And I'm just, you know, slamming it down. That's not how it works these days or ever. Um, But you learn a lot. And that's why that's why I wanted you guys on. Um, So healthy eating and diet lifestyle. We nailed that. I think we nailed that. How do you guys feel? Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Last but not least. I would love to talk about just what you guys call best life coaching, um, as well as just a lifestyle mindset online business coaching platform. How do you do it, and how how much work is it? Because everyone's always like, "Oh, I'm going to start this online business and work three hours a week." I'm like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's not how that goes, but. I'm pretty sure you're working double time until you actually have a following and you actually have people that are interested in what you want. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and speak on that a little bit. Well, so just to speak to, you know, what we consider best life, right? So this is a concept that I think, you know, for some, it has become somewhat cliched if you're, have you been immersed in health and wellness or even personal growth, self-help? If you've not been, this concept is something that it can be very rare and um, unusual to even consider. And, you know, as a therapist and someone who provides life coaching and coming from this perspective or even health coaching, I often get a lot of pushback. So, you know, coming back to compliance, you know, and not to go too far down the mental health um, or mindset rabbit hole, but a lot of us have a set point. And that set point is created from what we have experienced thus far in our lives and what we've seen from key players in our lives. So, um, you know, the amount of health and wellness we've experienced, the um, amount of wealth we've experienced, the types of relationships we've experienced, the amount of fun we've had, right? So we have a, a baseline for that that's created by what life has shown us so far and what we've observed from people like our parents, Mm -hmm. our preachers, our teachers, our mentors, and the five people that we spend the most time with. Okay. That's going to shape our conscious belief about what's possible. Excuse me. Let me rephrase our subconscious belief about what's possible. And then if a coach, a health coach, a therapist, a life coach comes in and says, hey, but did you realize that there could be something more for you, right? Often that subconscious mind wants to throw up a defense, or really that's the conscious mind. I've got those switched. The conscious mind is throwing up a defense, saying, uh-uh, no, no, do not get into my subconscious mind and even consider changing what I have always believed to be true, because these are not thoughts, they're beliefs. Yeah. And beliefs are sure 
things, just like we believe that there is gravity, because every single time in my entire life I've ever stepped on the floor, I've stayed on the floor. I've not, <laughs> right? So I believe that gravity is a true concept. I believe that all I am capable of or cut out for or worthy of or destined for or fated for is what I've experienced up until now. Mm -hmm. Okay. So part of our job is to really gently hold them to the fire and show them sometimes a bit at a time that maybe those beliefs are only a piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Right. That what would it be like if you could create your best life? What would your best marriage look like? What would your best work scenario look like, right? People look at me and they say, well, Katie, I can't do what you are doing. Why well, not? Why not? <laughs> right. From anybody else, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I don't have any superpowers. Secrets out. <laughs> Actually, she does. Man. <laughs> but we've built our lives and I like to talk about it as um, sculpting. Okay. So let's imagine that you're born with a big block of clay. So before I dropped out of art school, I took, um, I forget what they called it, like a clay class, right? To teach me how to sculpt. And they gave me a big block of clay and a bunch of tools. And, and what I was taught was that in order to create a sculpture out of this big block of clay, I had to take some clay off of areas where I didn't want it and add more clay onto areas where I did want more. So when we create our best life, you know, we sculpt it in much the same way. Now, up until about like maybe 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, we're kind of like at the mercy of our circumstances for large part. Mm -hmm. And then by the time we get to mid-20s, it's up to us yeah. to acknowledge what where we've come from, acknowledge what we've been through, acknowledge how that has shaped our clay up until this point, and then figure out, do I like that? Yeah. Or do I want to change that? Because now it's up to me to do that. And that's the same with our physical health as well as our mental health as well as our life and our structure and how we live. Yeah. I absolutely – I love that. I've, I, I've never heard that analogy, but the clay analogy is spot on. So as the Chiropractic Compass podcast just begins, we are not doing any advertisements. Instead, we are doing what I like to call shameless plugs. So be sure to go to thelegendarychiropractor.com and check out all of the free content that is offered, including, but not limited to, our Mentor Up program. Go to thelegendarychiropractor.com forward slash mentor up. Mentor Up is our 100% free mentorship and coaching program that has been put in place for you, the prospective chiropractic student, current chiropractic student, and doctor wishing to reach new heights. Thank you for allowing this brief disruption to take place. And now back to the program. But I'm interested to just dive in a little bit deeper with like when when you reach that tipping point, right? It's it's this conscious. I would I would say I've re, like I've realized it and I've recognized I've been nurtured up until this point, this certain point, right? And then you kind of start venturing off. You start questioning things. You start doing things a little bit differently than how you were raised and and you affect everyone around you, but everyone around you, if you're my age and you're hanging out with your peers is kind of going through the same thing. So it's like, can you talk a little bit about why that happens, why it occurs and what are your best options to make it your best outcome on the flip side of that? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think the quick and dirty, yeah. you know, um, one is an awareness that you're not alone and that most of the time, most of the people I see in my practice who are going through, you know, what maybe this kind of awakening, if you will, are, are mid twenties where they have, they're out of their parents' home. Maybe they've left the town where they grew up. Maybe they went and they got their bachelor's degree. Maybe they even got their master's degree. Uh, maybe they're married or significantly dating. And then they're like, Okay, now what? Like I checked all the boxes, yep. now what? Or maybe they're really struggling with a pattern of behavior. Like I consistently sabotage relationships in this way, or I consistently sabotage my success in this way, or I consistently struggle with food in this way. And then, you know, 
we, the job is to unpack that. The job is to create awareness around that. And, you know, I love to tell people like, you're not alone. Like this is a pretty normal kind of rite of passage, right? Moving out of early life into, you know, your adult life, creating what is the life I want to create separate from what other people, maybe my parents, my society, my, my extended family, you know, my culture has said I should create or would be a good thing for me to create. What do I want to create with this? And so then, you know, we start looking at behaviors and, and I often, you know, if somebody's unsure about what they want to create, I lead them through some, you know, guided imagery, some, you know, subconscious work. We do some artwork to access the right brain, which often has some more answers than the literal left brain. Um, And sometimes we'll do things, you know, all kinds of fun activities to get to that idea of like, what do I want to create? Once we know that, then we look at what behaviors are in line with that, what behaviors need to fall away, what relationships are in line with that, what relationships need to fall away. And rarely we'll do it the other way around, right? Sometimes people don't know exactly what they want to create, but they can tell me that they're sure that this specific behavior is toxic. Yeah. Or they're sure that this specific behavior is toxic, or relationship is toxic. Or they're sure that they need to do more of this thing that they've been longing to do, right? And so sometimes we identify the end goal and create it. Other times we just take one small step in front of the other Mm -hmm. and create it. When I do this in therapy with folks, I'm generally pretty gentle and um, patient. (laughs) And when I do this in coaching... You know, I take a much more direct kind of um, behavioral-based approach, and it's usually more fast-paced, less emotional focused. You know, so sometimes people wonder what the difference between the two is, and sometimes there's no difference depending yeah. on the client situation. Absolutely, absolutely, Dr. Rob, do you have anything to add to that? Create your best life. Um, I don't know. Let me think. I mean. I will say this, you know, <clears throat> one of the things, if I, you know, it being in chiropractic school, right, you're in this bubble, like you said, you're just surrounded with, with everybody that thinks the same as you yeah. for the most part, and is, you know, and, and, and that I think is a little bit of a disservice. It, it's good for strengthening your belief in chiropractic because like everywhere you go, everyone's like, you know, like they think the exact same. As you. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, wait a minute, everybody doesn't think the same as me. So, um, I think um, you know, expanding your horizons, getting you know, having a sphere of influence other than just your chiropractic friends, I think is huge. If I could go back, you know, I was just so immersed in the chiropractic, at, you know, when I was in chiropractic school, mm-hmm. and that's, that's like, you know, eat, sleep, and breathe chiropractic. You know. Yep. But, like it now that um you know twenty three years out if i could if I could go back, I would definitely you know um socialize more outside of just the chiropractic world because I know that was huge for for us in our early relationship um we would have these conversations, and you know she would really like open my mind or expand my mind because I had these certain beliefs. You know, not, you know, like she said, from my child and from my parents and stuff like that. And, um, and, and so she had a different, you know, upbringing and different, you know, um, you know, and, and with her psychology background and stuff, we'd have these conversations that really kind of opened my mind and, and made me have more broader horizons. And, and I think that's key for, for helping someone create their best life is, yeah. is knowing what, what are, like other opinions, hmm, you know, like, you know, like, like you interviewing me, like me and, and Katie right now, like, you know, you might hear some things and be like, oh, that's, that's really like, that's interesting. Or, Absolutely. I incorporate that in my practice or something like that. Hmm. Um, you know, and just, so the more you can talk to different people and hear different thoughts and different opinions on things, you know, I think that allows you to then hone in on what, what is it that you want? You know, you can take little, like, hey, I really like what that person said. I would like to do that. I like that, you know, and that helps you decide on what you want to be your, your best life. And then you can start taking steps towards that. So if you mm-hmm. once you know what you want, That's you can point. seek those people out and say, 
hey, I, you know, essentially, like, I kind of want what you have. Like, I really, like, hey, I, I love what you're doing. I love your vibe. Or, you know, can I, can I follow you around? Can, can you know, could I? Can I follow you around? You know, like, <laughs> you know, like hey. Yeah. Like, like follow a chiropractor around or, you know, someone that you. You can't like, really do that now. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, <laughs> like, I, you know, you kind of do that stuff. But now, you know, you might follow them on social right. media or something. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. You might say, oh, I really like what they have to say. Let me see where they are on social media and follow, start following them Absolutely. so I can, you know, learn more and that will help me create that part of my life that I want, mm-hmm. you know? So that's all I would have to say. I don't know if I made myself clear. No, you did. Okay. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, surround yourself by the right people. But nowadays, I think you, you nailed it on the head. It's like you follow people on social media and or you shadow docs or you do uh, right. this and that. And But you to branch out, I think, is what both of you said beautifully branch out get to know people outside of your profession no matter what you do chiropractic or not i think it's important to grow as a society as humans and off of social media as well i mean i do these interviews to bring new light to and new topics to chiropractic students because i think it's important obviously we're still talking about health and wellness but when you're talking to other people I think every conversation should be about health and wellness and that's just, you know, that's just like it, it either goes there or it doesn't, but, um, get to know new people with that all being said, I absolutely love you guys. I think that we will definitely be doing a, another live interview come season two. Hopefully if you guys are down for that. Absolutely. Good. Yeah. So Fun, I appreciate it. So last but not least, what, what action steps can people take to reach out to you guys? I put your website link on the screen, um, which is why, like, if my eyes are down, my camera's up here, but if my eyes are down, I'm, I'm typing and trying to, like, upload topics that we're talking about. Um, so I put www.robandkatie.truox.com on the, on the screen. So people can head there, check out your website. Any other action steps that they can take to better themselves and get more in touch with you guys? Yeah, definitely. So we're all over social media. <laughs> um, our Instagram is at essentially underscore vibrant underscore tribe. <laughs> we do have a Facebook group exclusively for people interested in doTERRA essential oils, which is essentially vibrant, living healthy with doTERRA essential oils. We have a Rob and Katie Truax Facebook page. I have a Katie Truax LMHC Facebook page. And I mean, you, you know, you really could like just immerse yourself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no that's <laughs> perfect. So, you know, different people like to take different pieces of what we have. Like, like Rob was saying, you know, it, explore, take what you want, leave the rest. And, um, you know, we kind of have a different, we share different aspects of ourselves in each of those venues. And, um, you know, honestly, like we, like Rob mentioned, we are old school. Like we are not, we're not shy to publish our, um, cell phones publicly. So we'd be happy to, you know, share those with you too. If anybody feels most comfortable texting or calling for a consultation, you know, we do offer complimentary, you know, 20 minute phone consultations. If you want to chat about whether what we bring to the table is right for you or can help you with your individual needs, um, do you want me to say that now? Do you want to type that in? Like I said, that's yeah, I can. Easy. I can throw it right here on the screen if you if you give me a oh, second. Go ahead. Yeah. We have our Atlanta number still. So Dr. Rob is 404-421-2524. Say that one more time. 404-421-2524. Okay. I feel like so when I was a kid, we had PBS um, telethons where they would make a, a money drive and you're they're telling you the phone number yep <laughs> my phone number is 404-429-2505 so you can facebook message us you can follow us you can text us you can call us or you can email us through our website or awesome. you can send a messenger pigeon <laughs> and we'll get back to you that way too <laughs> i absolutely love it well 
Thank you. I'm going to do a shameless plug real quick. Um, thank you for being on. Thank you for watching. We've had viewers coming in and out all night, which is amazing. This has gone over an hour, which is perfect timing. Um, so thank you, Rob and Katie, for being on the show tonight. Thank you to all the viewers. And also be sure to go check out thelegendarychiropractor.com forward slash mentor up. And I am going to right now ask Katie and Rob if they'd love to be mentors. They don't have to answer me yet, but I will shoot you guys a message um, separately on Facebook. And I will, uh, I'll get you that link to fill out if you're interested in being a mentor for The Legendary Chiropractor. I would love to have you. And I know the audience and the chiropractic students would benefit greatly from your guys' advice and expertise. So thank you for being on tonight. I really appreciate it. I mean, thank you for having us. Yeah. I mean, it's been a pleasure. It's been so fun. Yeah, it's been great. And I mean, I love your energy. Yeah, totally. And it was great, great question. So thank you for um, for including us in this episode. We really appreciate Absolutely. it. Anytime. I'll, I'll definitely reach out in the future. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure. Thanks so much, All right. Johnny. Bye, All guys. Right. Bye. All right. Again, this is Johnny Ruder, your Chiropractic Compass podcast host, brought to you by the Legendary Chiropractor online community, the go-to site for prospective chiropractic students, current chiropractic students, and doctors out in the field. Stay tuned on various social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Legendary Chiropractor, for when more podcasts will be released and when the next episode is going to come out. Thanks for joining us. This is Johnny River signing off. I also want to add that I'm not a professional at podcasting or audio or editing. So please cut me some slack. If you hear anything in the background or something going off, like a car alarm or a baby crying or a dog barking or birds chirping or a plane going by, please forgive me. I simply forgot to cut it out or it was happening live while I was interviewing somebody and I stripped the audio and made this available as a podcast. So please forgive me. These things happen. I have neighbors just like everybody else and I'm only human.